Hey everybody, my name is Seth Weiner and I am your Rockshineer. Welcome back to Coffee Connections, where we talk to innovators in the nonprofit world here in Atlanta. And today we've got a special episode for you. One, I mean, it's summertime. I, it is summer. And what do, what do people do in the summer? Kids go to camp. And today we're talking to Camp Twin Lakes. So I'm going to get into that in just a minute. Uh, for those that are joining us for the first time, welcome. For those that are back, thanks for coming back. And as a reminder, coffeeconnections.live, all 51 episodes are available so you can watch them and we're going to be putting them on audio as well for those that just want to listen and not look at this face i I wouldn't either i totally get it uh it's a beautiful day i hope you're having a beautiful day wherever you are or whenever you listen to this uh fundraising is coming up for a lot of folks and i always try to give a nugget in the beginning uh and this one is when you're starting to think about next year your 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 first event back Maybe it's been a year, maybe for some it's two years, some longer, but a lot of folks, it's two years since you've had that gala again. Well, think about how you're going to do that. How much time do you want to put into it? How much time do you want your supporters to be able to celebrate? Uh, And it might mean tweaking it a little bit. So think about all the ways you can make changes for the better with your fundraising. And to help you do that, I'm going to continue updating my blog at yourrockshaneer.com with tons of different suggestions, ideas, and things just to get you thinking. All right, enough about me. Let's get into the show, shall we? Today's guest is Dan Matthews, the Chief Operating Officer for Camp Twin Lakes. Now, Camp Twin Lakes, you wonder... What is Camp Twin Lakes? Well, let me tell you something about Camp Twin Lakes. They provide year-round, fully adaptive, and deeply impactful camp experiences to nearly, get this, 10,000 of Georgia's children and young adults, helping each camper grow in their confidence and experience the joys of childhood. Now, their, their intentionally designed programs help campers overcome obstacles as they learn new skills to more independently manage their challenges. So lots to unpack here with Dan. Uh, And about Dan, just a little bit about Dan, he has a huge track record of excellence in organizational management, multi-site operations, community development, human resources, strategic planning and vision, financial management, relationship building, and professional leadership. That is a mouthful, but he and anyone that knows him will tell you that these are all truths. Uh, He is a sought-after speaker in the camps for children with special needs, youth development, and recreation therapy. So please join me in welcoming Dan to the show. Dan, how are you? Welcome. I'm very well. Thanks for having me. We're excited to be here. Yeah, well, it's good to have you. I know camp, I mean, it's a year-round, but it's got to be busy in the summer, but we'll get there. You're on Coffee Connections. Do you drink coffee? Well, <laughs> this is on maybe coffee confessions. Oh, there I, you I, go. I drink hot tea a lot in the winter, um, but I do have my mug. I brought my oh, mug. Let's see. Yeah. So uh, it's it's from one of our camp partners. It was a gift from them, uh, Camp Blue Skies. Um, and it's a homemade mug uh, made by a, a local artist here in, in Morgan County. Excellent. Whoop. There you are. You're back. You've got a little internet freeze there, but uh, so uh, made in local artisan Morgan County. Very, very nice. Uh, so you don't drink that much coffee, but you drink tea, hot tea in the winter. So what about summer? Are you an iced tea drinker, iced coffee maybe? Well, you know, I, I, did, I would do like iced coffee occasionally. I, I drink a lot of iced tea, um, unsweetened iced tea for me, uh, and, uh, you know, a lot of water here at camp. So we, we, yeah. uh, we drink a lot of water here at camp. So. <laughs> Well, in Georgia, you got to. Uh, all yeah. right. Well, 
Any favorite coffee spots uh, that you come to when you come through town? Well, you know, I, I love, uh, you know, we're kind of over on the, on the east side of town. And so uh, Jittery Joe's has always been a favorite up toward the Athens. Oh, uh, yeah. Athens yeah. So that that's always been a favorite. Um, and uh, there's a great one in Watkinsville that uh, I, I spend a fair amount of time in to, to you know, do uh, you know, get, get some meetings done there and that kind of thing. Enjoy that. But of course, Starbucks is always the the you know the quintessential. You know, there's one everywhere, so that's there always is, but... there's one right down from our office in Atlanta. So we we spend spend a fair amount of time there too. Yeah, that Jittery Joe's though. You ever have the Awaken Bake uh, Terrapin Brew, Terrapin mm-hmm. Beer? They do a Awaken Bake with uh, the um, Jittery Joe's coffee. I always uh, yep. I always get a kick out of that. Yeah, it's great. All right, well. You know, uh, coffee talk. If you're not a coffee drinker, then I'm not going to ask you how you drink your coffee, but I will ask you to talk about Camp Twin Lake. Well, thank you. Yeah. So Camp Twin Lakes, as you as you already mentioned and, and, and mentioned so well, is a nonprofit organization that works in partnership with over 60 different nonprofits across the city um, to provide camp opportunities for children who might not otherwise have them. So we actually do that at two sites. We have a site in Rutledge, Georgia, um, which is sort of just east of Covington, um, and another site in Winder, Georgia, um, which is up near Athens. Uh, And we run those sites year-round. In the summer, of course, it's week-long camps for children with a variety of diagnoses and and situations. It's children who are... uh, you know, recovering from cancer, who have diabetes, who um, are in foster care, who are in, um, you know, different circumstances in their lives that, um, you know, would would make summer camp impossible. Um, So we started actually almost 30 years ago um, and were born out of a camp called Camp Sunshine, which is a camp for children with cancer. And Camp Sunshine was competing for space at summer camps across the, the north part of the state. Uh, they were going to the Jewish Community Center camp in Cleveland, and um, one one summer, the 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 uh, Lung Association had a camp for children with with uh, asthma, and for their week. So, Camp Sunshine was week, and our founder uh, name is Hurt. Um, he's the president. I did. He uh, was was on the board of Camp Sunshine and and found out that there were all these one week camps for children with special needs who were competing for space. And uh, so he had the idea of having those groups. And there were seven initial groups that came together um, to support the building of Camp Twin Lakes. And that's where I sit today in in Rutledge, Georgia. Um, And then over the years, we've gone from those seven partners um, up to. Uh, now over 60, um, where we serve uh, adults and children um, year-round through, uh, of course, our summer camps, which are our signature program, uh, week-long summer camps where kids get to come to camp and be surrounded by kids facing the same challenges that they have. Um, you know, last week we had family camps here for children with cancer. Um, we had uh, have already had camps this year for children with craniofacial differences, for epilepsy, um, and then in the coming weeks, we'll be serving children uh, with uh, cardiac issues, children with spina bifida, children with uh, all sorts of different illnesses. Um, and then in the, in the fall and spring, we actually serve 
uh, families, primarily on weekends, where the entire family gets to come to camp. Um, and all of those families have a child with a specific diagnosis, uh, and, and they're able to meet other families facing similar challenges. Uh, and those are uh, weekends that, you know, are very empowering for our families. Um, you know, it, it's often rare to be able to meet other families that are facing the same circumstances, whether that's an illness, a disability, or, or some other kind of life challenge. Um, and, and people really get lots of strength from that. And, and that's really the goal is that when they come to camp, they're able to learn uh, skills and, and coping mechanisms that help them be more productive and more capable 51 weeks of the year. Uh, and, and we've been doing this 28 years um, and continue to grow every year. And actually just this past week, uh, we actually broke ground on our third year-round site uh, that we will be building uh, here in, in Rutledge on our current property, um, but it will be an autonomous camp and, and run independently um, and provide space for 3,500 more campers. Um, the 10,000 you mentioned we serve now um, at our two sites and really, you know, we're at our capacity. Uh, and so our board before, before COVID you know, paused us for a short time. Um, we we have a chance to grow, and uh, we have a number of our partners who um, have a need to grow. They have a waiting list. They're not able to get all of their kids into camp. Um, and we have a number of organizations that would like to come and, and have camp here, um, but we're not able to do that uh, because of our capacity. Um, so we'll be opening those doors uh, for the new site. Um, we officially broke ground last week. We'll actually have the the bulldozers on site doing you know starting that work next month uh and uh by the summer of 2023 we'll be able to serve uh you know between three and four thousand more campers a year uh and so we're also in the in the process of uh finding groups and talking to organizations that don't have a camp program um about what it could do for their populations and how it could really um have great impacts on on their the children that they serve and the families that they serve so we're in um, a growth mode which is exciting of course covid has 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 you know uh, dampened that a bit you know we went from serving as we mentioned 10,000 campers a year um, to 2020 um, when we were only able to serve really about you know 2500 or so um, in camp, we did do some virtual camping, but um, our numbers were significantly down. But we're uh, rebounding this year and, and look to be back at our 10,000 for 2022. Um, and then 2023, um, you know, hopefully we'll be um, hit, hitting closer to that 13,000. That's amazing. Uh, so with, with the campers, are they all Georgia campers or are they from other states? Yeah, so most of our campers are Georgia campers. Um, uh -huh. We have a number of camps that do serve a regional scope. So it's, you know, kind of the Southeast. Um, and we actually have a couple of camps that are national in scope. So um, I think some the, the, the numbers are around 90% come from Georgia. Um, and then the bulk of the rest come from, you know, sort of the connected states. And then sure. we do have a few from from Oregon and California and, and New England and, and around. And even we have one camp that, that brings campers in internationally. Oh, wow. Now, and with these camps, it's uh, overnight? 
Is it sleep? It is overnight. It is overnight. So we uh, they they come on Sunday. (laughs) Yeah, sleepaway camp. They come Sunday and stay through Friday. Um, And uh, yeah, it's it's you know, and often oftentimes, you know, even typical kids often summer camps the first time they've spent the night away from home. Yes, Uh, but certainly for our kids, it's it's especially um, uh, remarkable because these are kids who you know, require daily and sometimes right. hourly, you know, medical support uh, so to, be imagine to, to be a camp. For the parents, though, this must be such a welcome break for them to be able to to reset. And and I, I can I can only imagine uh, some of the um, breakthroughs they have and how it might better their relationship with their kids. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's something that, you know, we we tend to take for granted that um, you know often child that has such a, a you know cancer or severe asthma or whatever it is you know often when that child and the family understandably um, but when the that child in time you know we have a lot of parents that tell us that they they go on you know, trips with their other siblings, um, you know, and, and are able to really pour into their other, their other kids um, uh-huh. during that week of camp. Uh, so it's a really a special time, not only for the camper, but oftentimes yeah. for the family. Now, what about the folks that are going to, I imagine, I mean, listen, I went to sleepaway camp. I remember the bond I had with counselors and I'm sure there's a lot of similarities with the bond that these kids have with their counselors. And I could tell from some of the photos that there's definitely a, a very solid bond, but where do you find these counselors? Because they have to be trained in ways that, you know, it's not just a college kid that's well, talk a little bit about that. Right. No, that's, that's a great point. And I think, you know, in, in addition to the, the 10,000 campers that we serve every year, um, we serve 3,700 volunteers. Um, and so oh the way our partnership works is the campers come through a partner organization and that partner organization also provides volunteers who stay in the cabin with the kids. Um, Camp Twin Lakes provides all of the program staff and and support staff and kind of you know, all of the food service and program and all of that. Um, and what we love about that model is that it's not just, you know, sort of rank and file, um, you know, quote unquote, college kids coming through who don't necessarily have a, a, a connection to the illness. Um, the majority of, of maybe not the majority, a lot of our volunteers are former campers. Um, who came up through uh, our program. And so they still take a week off of work, you know, years later to come back to camp to be able to give back. Um, and and so it works really remarkably well when you have a counselor who's in a cabin who's a pediatric cancer survivor or who has uh, type 1 diabetes or who has a heart transplant. Um, you know, it, it gives an adult uh, mentor for those kids um, and it also enables those kids to see, you know, there's life after, after high school and after diagnosis, and and you know the the way to to really find yourself is through the service of others. So, you know, we we love our model because it offers that opportunity that if we went out and hired just a core staff to run camp um, and had the kids come in, they wouldn't get the same experience. I don't think. Um, although we do have to, you know, we 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 uh, work with our partners, our 60 partners to help them find volunteers every week. And and often mm-hmm. that's the limiting factor for organizations is the number of volunteers that they can get to give a week to come to camp. 
Um, you know, and as we open our new site to serve 3,500 yeah. more kids, it's going to take a thousand more volunteers. Um, so, uh -huh. you know, it, it is something that we uh, we have to spend a lot of time uh, working on in terms of recruitment and all of that, but also the training and the, um, you know, give, giving the the volunteers the right skills and, and, you know, the arrows in their quiver, so to speak, to be able to to work with the kids that they're working with to be as impactful as, as they can for the, the week that they're here. Yeah. And so you but have the volunteers that are helping. You hear of, of relationships that are built um, yeah. and families that are created, um, you know, through their camp experience. And it's, it's really remarkable now that I've been here for, um, you know, a little over 22 years and we, you know, we're, we're getting sort of our second generation of people where, uh -huh. you know, we're, you know, families that the, the, their college kids are now volunteering because they volunteered when they were in college. Um, so it's, it's great fun to see sort of that generational transition. Yeah, absolutely. So the, you mentioned these organizations, these nonprofits that are helping uh, staff, et cetera, but what about um, the scholarships? Like where uh, are are um are they helping with the scholarships or how how does a, someone get to go to camp if they can't afford yeah, it? Yeah, so so our our model is that we Camp Twin Lakes we fundraise right now for about seventy percent of what the actual cost of having a camp here at camp costs. Um, it costs us about eight hundred dollars for every child for every week. Um, we do charge the partner organization a portion of that, um, and largely so that they have a little skin in the game. Um, uh -huh. the, yeah. the partner organizations then raise that money. Um, there are some of our partners that charge campers, but part of working with us and, and really all of our partner organizations really want to um, not be an extra financial burden on the, the parents who are already in many cases spread thin. Um, so, you know, our goal is that no camper is ever turned away from camp um, because of an inability to pay. And in fact, um, about 80% of our campers don't pay um, anything other than a small, um, you know, token charge to make sure that they come, you know, <laughs> yeah. commitment charge. Um, uh -huh. 80% of our campers don't pay anything to come to camp, really. Um, and then the other 20% who do pay, you know, often, more often than not, are heavily scholarship. Um, and That's so we have to raise that money. You know, we have to raise about $3 million a year just for our operations which really, uh, it, you know, uh, is a, the equivalent of basically giving every child who comes a, a $550 scholarship. Right. Well, let's, um, let's talk about that. Uh, that's a lot of money to have to raise every year. And this is a year round operation. It's not like summer, like it's not the lawn business. It's not summer camp that you open up your two months and the rest of the year you're fundraising. I mean, right. this is year round. So where does Camp Twin Lakes get its funds? And I know there's different programs, but talk a little bit about where the bulk of the money comes from and and how um, that all works. Yeah, absolutely. We are just so blessed by the Atlantic and Georgia, really, the whole community. Um, and, and, you know, the $3 million a year, you know, a, about a third of it comes from foundations um, mm -hmm. and, and corporations um, through grant writing and that kind of thing. But the other... Uh, two thirds of it are through special events um, where we have um, different events to educate people and, and encourage people to uh, learn about Camp Twin Lakes. Um, our signature event, um, and I might get in trouble for saying it's our signature event, but we, uh, what I love about it is it happens at camp and it's our spin for kids. 
uh-huh. um, which is a bike ride um, that happens uh, the first weekend of October um, at our campsite here in Rutledge. Um, and that uh, is a can do anything from a, a century to a five mile fun ride um, and, and even less if you need to. But that's a great day because our partners are involved. We have campers here who who are participating um, and people get come out, ride their bikes um, in back here at camp with a day filled with uh, music and, and camaraderie. And uh, we, we often have companies like Taco Mac, who's a tremendous sponsor of ours. Um, they provide lunch. Um, for everybody, and uh, Sweetwater brings their the the beer truck out. Um, so it's a great day with music and and just great camaraderie. Um, and we'll raise close to half a million dollars a year with that program. Oh, that's fantastic! Um, that's that's yeah, incredible. Is that yeah. mostly through sponsorship though, or is that right? From so it's actually patrons? a friends asking friends for fundraising. So oh, when you sign up to ride, you commit to raising two hundred and fifty dollars. Um, oh, I love it. And um, many of our organizations or many of our, uh, you know, uh, clientele will raise a lot more than that. Sure. Um, what I love about that, too, is our partners, um, the partner organizations get to have a team. Oh, yeah. Um, and any money they raise by their team um, goes to offset the fee they pay us. So we oh, have a number brilliant. of partners um, who are small volunteer, really volunteer driven organizations who don't have big budgets. Uh-huh. Um, but they're able to plug into sort of this professional fundraising event um, and, and pay a lot of their their expenses through that uh, event. Um, I got to ask, do you all do we an also have, or anything like yeah, that there? You know, we, we don't. Um, but, you know, that's certainly something we should look at uh, because we, we uh-huh. end up having a pretty captive audience. Um, yeah. You know, we've we've done uh, we also have a uh, a. Uh, a partner's card event, which is a shopping card um, mm-hmm. where we, we sell a, a shopping card for $75 and it's, it's good for a 10 day period, typically in, uh, you know, October, November, late October, early November, sort of before the holiday rush of, of shopping. Uh-huh. Um, but you get 20% off at, at about 400 uh, retailers in Atlanta, but they're the retailers that, that, you know, don't often have sales and, you know, so mm-hmm. it's really a, a great thing, and and that'll raise three or four hundred thousand dollars as well. So it's incredible. Wow, that's fantastic. It sounds like so. How long has that been going on? Because that's that's really well developed. That's yeah, the partners card has been gosh since about nineteen ninety seven, I believe. It's it's been around. It was really our first signature, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, program. Um, the spin for kids has been around about 15 years, 10 or 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, we continue the other events that we hold throughout the year. We've, we do a, a radio a thon with, uh, a sports station in Atlanta. We do, um, of course have a golf tournament, um, at East Lake, um, that our, uh, Matt Kuchar, who's, uh, you know, pro golfer, who's been very good to us always is our, um, honorary chair. Um, oh, that's good. And then we have a lot of organizations that will do events for us uh, on yeah, our I was gonna behalf. Say, because I, I've seen like uh, things at Sweetwater and things at Smith's Old Bar and uh, yep. a lot of Atlanta, even restaurants that all of a sudden are just like, you know, there's a little thing going on to uh, add a little bit of your, you know, extend. You got your tip and then a little extra for uh, or exactly. 10% of one. Yeah, I like, love and, that. And Taco Mac's a great example of that. They, they've they been with us for ages and we get a, a, a portion of every time they sell a kid's meal, they give us a little bit. Um, and it ends up being, you know, a significant gift every year. And it's really, 
Um, you know, the, the restaurant in industry, especially in Atlanta, is where we started. Um, we, you know, because of Doug's, uh, you know, our founder's um, business and, and uh, you know, liquor distribu- distribution, mm-hmm. you know, he has a, had a, a lot of ends with restaurants and those were really our first donors. Um, you know, Bob Amick was one of our original board members and, and helped design the kitchen here at camp. So we, we have a lot of great history with the, the restaurant industry in Atlanta. That's fantastic. Uh, and folks, I'm going to direct you to, if you're listening, camptwinlakes.org. Uh, and uh, for those looking, make a donation. Oh, well, you can make a donation at home, too, uh, if you're just listening. But I'm, I put the make a donation button up because uh, consider what that donation will do. Uh, and, and on that note, I keep thinking about these kids. You say they're sometimes they're there for a week. And I just imagine a kid that might have a, whatever it might be, whatever you know they're struggling with. They're not alone when they get to camp. And I'm curious how long it takes for them to realize, look around and be like, I'm like everyone else. And, and to lose that, that, that uncomfortable thing that they're yeah. going to look at me, they're going to, whatever that is. And so I'm curious how long it takes for them to settle into that and, how, and transition. You know, it's, it's funny. The, um, at camp, we call it their cool hat. You know, how long does it take them to take off? Their All right. Cool so you know hat? what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> You know, it's yeah. it's funny. The you know, you get repeat campers that come back, you know, year after year, and and they're quick to to lose the the cool hat. And and typically, you know, they arrive after lunch on Sunday, and usually by the end of dinner, um, when people start doing the the chants and the cheers and everything in the dining hall, that's when you start to see people real, especially the new campers really just relax and, and start to really take in that they're in a really special place. Um, You know, the camp that comes to mind is called camp crazy legs. um, And it's for children who have spina bifida. Um, And, you know, we were interviewing a young man um, and just asked him, said, you know, what, what do your friends at home think about you coming to camp? And he, without missing a beat, he kind of just looked at the camera and goes, I don't, I don't have friends. I have spina bifida. And it just, you know, mm-hmm. the fact that he came to camp and for the first time felt like he had friends um, because it set him apart so yeah. much, the spina bifida and having a wheelchair and, 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 and having, you know, being known as the kid with spina bifida was yeah. who he was at home. But when he came to camp, he learned a, he wasn't alone, you know, and, and B that, you know, he could do great things, you know, and he could gain the skills. And the goal is that he gains the skills to go home and make friends. Right. So that he's yeah. not, doesn't feel that isolation. Um, and, you know, this, the, the pandemic has really, I think, illustrated for us what our campers have struggled with for so long in, in terms of isolation. And, you know, I think everybody now recognizes how important it is to have human connections um, even beyond the, the, the zoom screen and the, you know, all of that to, to be in the same room and to, to find commonality with people is life changing, um, yeah, that's, and uh, life affirming. That that's, that's definitely true. And, and to find commonality, I think that's, that should be the message moving into this next several years of our, of our world here. I mean, we, the, the when we stop and look at like, that's the thing, like you can take a kid that might have a, a disease or a, a, an ailment that 
you look at them and say there there's nothing there's no difference or you want and that's the same with politics by the way too when you look oh, yeah, past no, that and you look at we, the com- the commonness there's so much yeah we've we've actually joked about we wish we could get congress to come to camp <laughs> you know put <laughs> put them on a ropes well, maybe you together um, and 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 you know make them make them do things together and and learn that they're both you know regardless of which side you come from you're you're you know we have this humanity in common. Um, and, and cause it is, it's, it's something that, you know, one of our kids for years, um, you know, camp sunshine, which is our, our camp for children with cancer, you know, we were, um, I was doing a a group with them, a, a, a like team building session and, um, just was really taken aback by how close they all were. These were teenage boys. And I said, you know, a lot of people go through life without making the connections that you all yeah. have been able to make. Um, yeah. And the, yeah. one of the, one of the young men said, you know, it's, it sounds crazy, but I'm really grateful I had cancer because it gave me camp, hmm. you know? And, and it's like, you know, you, the, those weird. bonds that are created through a shared experience, especially a shared traumatic mm-hmm. experience can be um, the longest and, and, and most meaningful of your life. Yeah. Huh. That's wonderful. I mean, uh, yeah, I, just so 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 much. I, I really appreciate what you do uh, for for everyone, and uh, it's just so great to hear about the the new ground being broken and and the number of people that you're going to be able to increase uh, helping. And um, it's just wonderful. So I, I want to direct everyone once again to camptwinlakes.org. There's I imagine volunteer opportunity. I know Absolutely. there's volunteer opportunities. I was looking at the page earlier. Uh, the site is loaded with information, uh, so please visit camptwinlakes.org. Before I let you go, did we forget anything? Is there anything uh, upcoming or anything you wanted to mention that we didn't mention? No, the only thing I would just revisit is uh, definitely look at your calendars the first weekend in October um, for Spin for Kids. And if you go to spinforkids.org, um, you can learn more about that program and, and how you can uh, get on your bike for the weekend and, and help kids. So it'd be a, a great opportunity. That is awesome. Um, yeah, I love it. And uh, before I let you go, one last thing. I have I always ask my guests to recommend another nonprofit innovator in Atlanta. Is there someone you'd like to recommend? Gosh, there's you know there's so many. We we are blessed to work with over sixty different partners uh, oh, yeah. for for our uh, organization. And I think the person I would suggest would be um, a really unique program that we work with called um, Kids to Leaders. Um, Christina mm-hmm. Cummings is their executive director. Um, and they're a program for children of incarcerated parents. Um, oh, wow. And they have a great track record um, of making really in, incredible impact. Yeah, um, sounds like an interesting we story, too. Called Camp Hope, but they, they do uh, year-round programs and do great work. So I'm, I'm happy to introduce you to, to Christina Cummings at Kids to Leaders. That would be great. Thank you so much. And Dan, thanks so much for your time. It was a pleasure talking to you. We could talk for hours. I know it. Uh, and uh, you'll see this face at one of your events coming up. I can't Possibly wait. With Thank my you son so much. Um, we appreciate the opportunity to share about us and uh, just invite everybody to, to look up Camp Twin Lakes on the web and come see us when you can. All right. Thanks, folks. We'll be uh, taking a little bit of a break for uh, most of July uh, and picking up in the middle of July uh, with some announcements and things like that. But in the meantime, coffeeconnections.live for all your Coffee Connection episodes. Thanks, everyone. Have a great day.